an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 In week four of the National Football League, you've got some debuts, you've got some returns, and you've got someone staying put. All that and more over the next two hours as we get you ready for fantasy domination in week four of the National Football League season. We are coming to you live with the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. We know who the starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns is going to be today. We also know who the starting quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals is going to be, and we are pretty darn sure who the starting quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is going to be today. We are also pretty darn sure on who the expert for fantasy things, all things fantasy, has been for years and years here at Fox Sports Radio. He has been the guy that has provided you with the winners and the information you need, and even those tidbits to stay away from someone that you think you should put in your lineup. But then he told you not to. He is the guy who gives you the info that you need to succeed. He is the one. He is the only. He is Mike Harmon. Buddy, Dan Byer, we've got an explosive start to week four. Thursday night, people still chirping about it, calling it the greatest receiving core of all time. Jared Goff has been fitted for a crown, and Sean McVay has been elevated to emperor. He's taken (laughs) over. Our, our society as a play caller and, well, the, the boy genius with his instant recall. He could actually do some wonders if he took over the monetary system or the government. But we'll save that for another time. We had a great day of college football. My Northwestern Wildcats had a fantastic first three series, and that was the end of the game for them. <laughs> uh, and, then, going. and then your Buckeyes uh, succeed and proceed wow. to steal yeah. from John Calipari. Yeah, yeah. Great win last night in Happy Valley. And then... Our United States Ryder Cup team facing an uphill climb like they have the first two days. So just throwing a little bit of golf, but yeah, college football yesterday was was great. Started early from Syracuse and Clemson all the way until the end, and now we get you set for the NFL. You know, your your point about the Rams, and and it's funny because the way that the Vikings receivers played, specifically Adam Thielen and uh, Stephon Diggs, darn impressive as well on Thursday night. But 
I don't remember. I don't remember a time, maybe Mike, with the Vikings where it was when Randy Moss came on and Chris Carter was there and Jake Reed was still there, where you had three guys that you could start every week in a fantasy league on the same team at wide receiver. But then you took a, a low punch uh, when, when you talk about the the Vikings for a moment with Aldrick Robinson coming yeah, uh, in and taking taking a couple of your touchdowns. Sorry, if you're but playing yes. Aldrick Robinson, you got some problems. Well, you, you don't know. want a daily fantasy hey. league. He would have been very, very cheap to add. A, yeah, you want to talk about a roll of the dice needle in the haystack. But, yeah, watching the Rams operate, yeah, it's it's been a been a minute where you, you're looking at an offense as explosive Three guys going over 100 yards. Cooper Cup running free like he's running through a, a spring flower patch. Uh, and you, you look at Brandon Cooks down yeah. the seam. Uh, poor, oh. poor Anthony Barr lost in no man's land. And all of a sudden the one's vaunted defense. Everson Griffin, I, you just can't help but wonder how much that affected the locker room. But he's one guy. Like you, you, you yeah. can't be – that doesn't equate to being as – colossally uh, bad and a failure as they've been through the first couple of weeks of the season. I, I just look at it and I'm like, wow, this is actually a time where you could be like, oh, Cooper Cup's going to get his. Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, Brandon Cook's going to get his. Oh, there's Robert Woods with a touchdown and over 100 yards. Sure, Jared Goff and Kirk Cousins aren't always going to be in games where they each throw 400 yards at, or four, 400 yards as their opposing quarterbacks would as well. However, with the Rams, I think it's a tough pick with any of those three guys. It, it's a, you might as well just play them if you can. Well, that's just it, right? Especially if you're going in the traditional fantasy setup where you've got three wide receivers, mm-hmm. then none of them is going to fall outside the top 36 the way this offense is humming right now. Uh, the one big thing that I think went, went really didn't get pushed as much as it should, uh, a pat on the back to Whitworth for playing because he was a game-time decision uh, all was, week, I was like, he's not going to go. I'm like, well, that could be a problem. And then all of a sudden, there he is, and you can ISO him on like seven or eight different plays where he absolutely mauled would-be defenders and kept Jared Goff in the clean jersey club. He, he, he had an interesting week. Uh, reported to have surgery and be out for weeks. Then he posted the social media pic of him just getting a massage and saying, yeah, there's no <laughs> surgery here. Then ends up playing on Thursday night, and what do you know, the Rams are now 4-0. <laughs> Hopefully you are on your way to being 4-0 in your fantasy league. If not, well, we've got the guy to help you cure your ailments. Mike Harmon here with the guys that you got to get in your lineup in week four of the National Football League. Hot plays. All right, who are There's the hot the plays big for voice. week four? Love it, Dan. Well, we start off again. We go back to the well with Andy Dalton. Do it to me one more time at Atlanta. Fourth most fantasy points per game allowed to opposing quarterbacks. You're looking at Yes, eight touchdowns through three games for Andy Dalton, that four interceptions against Carolina. Not all his fault, but certainly they all count in the stat column. Tyler Boyd also coming on as a big-time receiver for you. A.J. Green going to go, but he's got a groin injury that could slow him a little bit. Giovanni Bernard also a play. In other words, start your bangles. Eli (laughs) Manning going up against the New Orleans Saints. Do I need to say more? 32 fantasy points a game allowed to opposing quarterbacks. At this point, for Eli, a mixed bag, shut out by Jacksonville, touchdown against Dallas, and then 297-2 and two against Houston. No Evan Ingram. He's gone for a while, but the opportunity to work downfield. Patrick Robinson now done for New Orleans. One more thing they didn't need in their secondary. So you're looking at Odell Beckham Jr., 
Sterling Shepard gets on the radar as a third wide receiver with some great upside. If you're in a daily league, uh, he costs you nothing, uh, essentially, uh, to play him and, and give that a roll of the dice. Uh, carry on, Johnson. Carry on, my wayward son. Go with all the different song things since Boomer. Uh, can't do it. Going against Dallas. No Sean Lee. That's all I need to say. I really like that one, by the way. Thanks, buddy. Uh, first, you know, I went that Ringo Starr concert I went to. I'm just full of 70s and 80s <laughs> musical puns today. Uh, first 100-yard rusher, as you know, in 70 games for the Lions. You're looking at, at the opportunity here against Dallas without Sean Lee. They give up about a, a yard and a half more per play. Good opportunity to roll it up. Will Fuller against Indianapolis. Nine touchdowns in six games with Deshaun Watson. Even if Watson's still forgetting how much time's left on the clock, you're looking at opportunities for Fuller back-to-back weeks with touchdowns. Trey Burton going up against Tampa Bay. Five targets a game for him. Uh, Tampa Bay already has given up 329 receiving yards to opposing tight ends. How about one uh, contrarian play for you? Maybe two. All right. Both at the quarterback position. Number one, Tom Brady, because everybody's kicking him to the curb. After uh, Right now he's, I think, 22nd amongst fantasy quarterbacks in terms of scoring. Opportunity here, I think, with Hayes and Branch both out. Cleaner pocket opportunities. And then, true contrarian, Derek Carr. People forgetting that the Raiders have actually played some pretty good football for three quarters of each game. That fourth quarter has been disastrous. Cleveland giving up just 9.8 fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks. That's a big deal because forget about Sam Darnold for a minute. The first two guys were Roethlisberger and Breeze, as we remember. Did their jobs. Certainly, at this point, one clunker does take that average down. But you're still looking at great efforts against those other juggernauts. But looking for the Raiders to put a game together here at home and for Baker Mayfield to maybe get a little bit of a comeuppance. I don't want, I don't want to say that the Browns are good, but they're 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 an all right team and you mentioned their their defensive success at, at least so far in going up against higher caliber quarterbacks. I don't know, Mike, if they are good enough where we just discredit cross country trip late game, right. you know, three time zone change sort of deal. Like like there there comes a point where for teams it just doesn't matter, you know, you know they're they're good enough they can they can travel anywhere they can win. I don't think that the Browns actually I know that the Browns aren't there, so that still sticks in my mind as as you're looking at ways of trying to find a team so I or trying to find plays, so I still think that that is legit with your Derek Carr hot play. Of course, there's always the other side of the coin. Cold sores. Ah, the guys you want to stay away from, you don't want to touch, you don't want to see. You don't want anything to do with cold sores for week four of the NFL. You know, evidently, according to a report that came out this morning, uh, Dirk Cutter was one or two plays from benching Fitzpatrick for uh, Peter Griffin. Or, I mean, <laughs> Ryan Griffin uh, last week. Uh, Chicago with eight takeaways, add a couple more. Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be sitting down. You're going to see Jameis Winston before this one ends. Three interceptions last week. You, had the, you got hit by the ricochet. Anytime I can do, get an iced tea song in, I, I I have to. Do you know you're 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 playing with fire here by saying Ryan Fitzpatrick is a cold sore? You know this Fitz magic. If it casts a spell on you in the wrong way, don't blame us. Well, I don't know. I heard a, a nice rendition of Black Magic Woman yesterday. Huh. During that, yeah. I mean, you have the guitarist from Santana who's kind of going nuts. Where there, where was, was this at the Greek? You it said? was at the okay. Greek. All right. I bet you there was a lady standing up with a glass of wine. 
just swaying. I had some uh, spilled on yeah. me. Yeah. She was getting a little loose behind Oh, us. that is the place for the Cougars on the prowl. I'll tell <laughs> there you There you nice have glass it. glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> but you saw the ricochet. You saw the read where he's like, I got Tyler. I got, I got Cameron Brake going. To go. No, the safety's coming over the top. Here, I can dump it to Jacquez Rogers. Oh, wait, there's a linebacker in between. Watch him walk to the end zone. That's what we saw last week uh, in that game against the Steelers. But uh, I think the Bears force enough pressure up front to where this potentially gets ugly for Fitzmagic, uh, and it runs out once and for all. Uh, you could take Deshaun Jackson with him while you're at it. The Bears have allowed only four passing touchdowns to opponents at Soldier Field since the beginning of last year. How about Keelan Cole against the New York Jets? They may not do a lot of things well, but they defend outside receivers very well. The QBR and all those fun stats, uh, very low completion percentage. They get it done outside. D. Westbrook, if you want to go to Jacksonville and you want to roll the dice, work it a little better uh, on the interior there. Uh, I, I feel like just saying Dak Prescott's name, I think he's got enough press this week. We don't need to go any further into that. Uh, Carson Wentz going up against Tennessee. You look at Tennessee against Miami, Houston, Jacksonville. They're 12th best against QBs. Did a good job against Watson and Bortles and Wentz. I want to see what he looks like the second week because he was still rusty. You saw that he didn't trust his knee yeah. going laterally. Conditions were a bit of a mess yeah. as well. You yeah, get Elshon Jeffrey back here in some capacity, so – uh, curiosity there, uh, but Tennessee defending well and, and doing a good job thus far against pass. Uh, we look on the other side of that matchup, Derrick Henry uh, banged up offensive line, and Philly has been phenomenal against opposing running backs, giving up just 10 fantasy points per game, and that's you know the team concept. And then one guy that I'm kind of iffy about is Kenyon Drake, wondering if the script for this one, if it goes – as I read it, and New England gets ahead, if we don't have the same problem that you had against the Raiders, where he's more or less on the sidelines because he can't um, can't pass block for much, so so he sits out a bit. The timeshare with the Dolphins very even right now as well between Kenyon Drake and Frank Gore. This is Fox Football Fantasy. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Bayer. Okay, so we have hot plays, cold sores. Oh, I knew that there was something I was missing. It was our mystery man clue, our first clue of a guy that you got to get in your lineup. We're just not going to reveal it to you right away. Mystery man clue number one of the show. As a rookie, set a record with four game-winning touchdowns. Mystery man. All right, there it is. At four game-winning touchdowns as a rookie. We will answer your fantasy questions. We'll do so on the air. And also on Twitter, you can find me at Dan Byer on Fox. Mike, they can get you at. Find me over at Swollen Dome. And this is where we we uh, we play a little dirty pool. We just ask something from you. Just follow us. It's all you got to do. You follow us. We can see it. We'll answer your question. There have been times, guys. There have been times where we have gotten a fantasy question, and you can see their name. You click on the profile. Doesn't say follows you. We didn't answer it. Ah, it's it's too true. Bad. Yeah, revealing what's going on behind the curtain. So you got to follow us again. Get Mike at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. And if you have any fantasy questions, just follow us and we'll answer them for you. Coming up next, it's the debut of Baker Mayfield. But is he is he really the top rookie that will shine? We'll tell you next here on Fox Football Fantasy. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Football Fantasy. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Listen, I'm not going to lie. Mitchell Langcap's going to find out the easy way. Followed us on Twitter. Has a fantasy question in a PPR league. 
at tight end, David Njoku or Greg Kittle or George Kittle today. The 49ers taking on the Chargers with C.J. Beathard at quarterback. Of course, David Njoku and the Browns in Oakland to face the Raiders. Got to be honest, I'd go for a secret option C, 1983 AL Rookie of the Year, Ron Kittle. Uh, but we'll, t- <laughs> we'll take George here uh, in a slight upset, looking for him to team up with his old Iowa buddy, C.J. Beathard, uh, to make some magic. Because let's face it, they're going to get boat raced in this game, which means a lot of dump-offs and garbage time stats to come from George Kittle. Do you you mentioned the Raiders today having a spot with Derek Carr as being one of your hot plays of the week. Let's go to the Brown side of things with Baker Mayfield starting today. I I I see the big play potential of someone like an Antonio Callaway. We know the consistency of Jarvis Landry, but I just wouldn't feel comfortable starting any of them. Browns Raiders today, later game late afternoon game. What do you expect from the parts around Baker Mayfield? I think you're going to see a couple of, of turnovers because the Raiders are going to get after him. But Jarvis Landry, I, I think you're still looking for PPR leagues. You're going to be in good shape. I think you're going to have a lot of short and intermediate gains uh, as he goes through his checkdowns. He'll, he'll get Callaway on, on and take a couple of shots downfield. I just don't think it's going to be as easy as it looked and, well, as we heard from uh, Jamal Adams, they really weren't prepared. Mm-hmm. And Hugh, Hugh, uh, our, our guy Todd Bowles tried to, to bring it back. See, I want to conflate him with Hugh Jackson and, and merge them as one uh, for the purpose of this conversation because they both kind of do the same thing when, when it comes to talking. Both, if they don't win, they're not going to have they're jobs They're both going to be out of yeah. jobs. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Jamal Adams said his piece about preparation – Todd Bowles came back saying, well, that's not true. And there's like, well, no, clear, clearly he talked out of school and, and gave up how things were aligned because they looked lost defensively once Mayfield entered. A lot of gaps, a lot of separation, a lot of easier throwing windows. Not to say that Mayfield didn't thread a couple. I mean, that pass to Landry down to the three-yard line was one of the tightest windows and coolest pass attempts that you're going to see this year, just to put it in its basic basic terms. But there were also opportunities, you know, left on the field and, and an awful lot of uh, shots where you could see the defender three to four yards off. That won't happen today. When you when when you look at the Browns and what they have, we talked about the great quarterbacks that they faced in weeks one and two with Roethlisberger and Breeze. You do forget that James Conner kind of ran all over them in, that's in week the, one. That's and, the thing I'm, I'm bang, yeah. hanging my hat on here, is that they ride Marshawn Lynch yeah. and then open some stuff for Amari Cooper. Because ever since being called out by John Gruden, Carr's completing some 75% of his passes since that point. He's been phenomenal. Yeah. Well, he was 10 of 10 with Cooper last week. Yeah, the, the connection is there, and Jared Cook has also been a viable option as well for Derek Carr and the Raiders. Now, Baker Mayfield... Not the only quarterback making his first NFL start today. You also have Josh Rosen in Arizona taking on the Seahawks, a Seahawks team that is getting Doug Baldwin back after missing two games, and a Cardinals team that we find out not only are they bad, but they're not healthy. Reports saying Larry Fitzgerald is not 100%. You've got David Johnson off to a slow start. The Cardinals are just, well, they're just bad. They, they yeah, no, Worst rushing offense in the National Football League. Seahawks and Cardinals today with Rosen making his first start. Yeah, I don't think we're going to have any Josh Allen-like effects mm-hmm. going on in this one, although I'd be curious to see whether you can get a little bit of love from a Christian Kirk or one of those secondary tertiary receivers 
because they were working with Rosen all this time on the second unit. Maybe the opportunity avails itself there. So in a daily league, might take a shot at the you know bar, bottom, bottom barrel bargain basement price of, of Kirk at you know forty two hundred mm-hmm. or whatever he is. But Larry Fitzgerald being banged up is not not going to help matters when your offensive line, even though you tried to upgrade, clearly not getting it done. David Johnson, you mentioned his rushing efforts, one hundred sixteen rushing yards through three games, ten catches, sixty three yards. That touch two touchdowns are the only thing that save his fantasy value to any level at this point. No running room. That doesn't happen today. Another rough day in the offing. So uh, even Fitzgerald in PPR leagues, maybe he's a three, but I've got to think you've got something better not hurt on your roster. (laughs) I'm curious to see with Seattle as well because of their lack of running game usage in the first two weeks, and there was so much made about the Chris Carson against the Bears on Monday night and the Pete Carroll excuse that he played on special teams. Well, they used him against the Cowboys, 30-plus carries. I still think it's worth, if you have Chris Carson on your team, you def- don't let go of Rashad Penny just yet, but it, you should at least be happy that the Seahawks are committing to the run, and Carson seems to be their guy right now. Yeah, Carson getting getting the bulk of the share, the carries last week and, and that huge workload, uh, it was tough to trust based off of what happened on that Monday night. You didn't know what Pete Carroll's thinking was going to be. I, I certainly know I, I cost myself a matchup by overthinking it in terms of substituting a running back and leaving Carson that extra couple of points, I lost by like three points. That would have been the difference. But when you're looking at Penny potentially taking more of that role, you don't know. Here is the curiosity is you get Baldwin back, and obviously everybody's excited to see how much he's able to help jumpstart the offense, what it means for for Tyler Lockett, because Brandon Marshall's been solid. And you know he's always going to block downfield. It's mm-hmm. the one thing that's yeah. for him is always a bonus. It doesn't show up in a stat sheet, but unless he's on your team, maybe you don't recognize it. That was one of his key attributes with the Bears when when he was on that squad was he was a guy that gave himself up, and that was something Alshon Jeffrey did for a long time. For whatever reason, those two guys got a kick out of blocking. Not a lot of wide receivers want to do it. They made it part of their uh, their paycheck. So curious to see how much that springs the other receivers and maybe makes this offense click a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, I still like Tyler Lockett, and you have to wonder where Patrick Peterson's going to be today. Probably on Doug Baldwin, and if not, then you may see Russell Wilson uh, go to him a lot, but I would imagine that you would see that, which still opens things up for Tyler Lockett. You got Se- it. Seahawks and Cardinals later on today. Also a late game. You'll see it on Fox. Saints and Giants, 425 Eastern time start. The Saints, this isn't a crazy stat, but this is something that we like to point out because we do at times talk about weather and we talk about different things. Saints' first outdoor game of the season. We know that they obviously play indoor games, but it's week four. They had the matchup in Atlanta last week in addition to their first two weeks of being at home. So now you actually have an outdoor game in the what is the final week of Mark Ingram's suspension. Saints-Giants today. Giants playing without Evan Ingram. Give me the Giants. The G! In a straight-up pick em <laughs> attempt here. You're looking at Drew Brees. 43 pass attempts per game through the first three weeks. That's almost 10 more per game uh, than this time a year ago. Uh, looking for the, the Giants to just go after that defensive secondary. We talked about it a little bit in the hot plays, how banged up it is and it's just been absolutely sieve-like throughout. Now it's the curiosity of how much do you want to trust Eli Manning. 
You're right. For it, it, a daily entry, yes. For your fantasy league of leagues, I'm in because uh, you know I'm a gambler that way, saying, all right, the matchup is just too rich to ignore because Saquon Barkley catching balls out of the backfield, that's been his, mm-hmm. his best asset except for one or two big runs this year. So the opportunity's still there to pile up some yak and pad those numbers. Yak, 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 yak. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Pyer. This is Fox Football Fantasy here on Fox Sports Radio. One more on the Saints tip. Connor Clayman tweets in, Tedgin Jr. or Randall Cobb? Now, we should note Randall Cobb limited in practice yesterday with the Packers. They practice on Saturday. So something to watch as Green Bay takes on the Bills today. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. Missed practice actually yesterday. Kind of a walkthrough session for Green Bay, but the point is Randall Cobb may be dinged up. Do you like Ted Ginn in this matchup if the Saints aren't going to win? Or are they going to be at least throwing the football? Going to keep throwing it 43-plus. Uh, no Vernon uh, or if limited if he's yeah. available. And then uh, Eli Apple still out. So opportunities downfield. Cam Meredith, only the one catch. A few snaps last week. Obviously, it was a touchdown catch. But the opportunities certainly there. Ginn had a couple uh, that were near misses a week ago. So I'll take Ted Ginn in that matchup. Reminder, Fox Football Fantasy brought to you by Granger. The products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. Will Tom Brady and the Patriots bounce back from their disaster on Sunday night? We answer that question and more after Isaac Lowenkron gives us the latest of what's happening at the Ryder Cup as the U.S. needs to mount quite a comeback. If they want to retain the cup. Hello, Isaac. Morning, Dan. Good morning, Michael. Indeed, a dramatic moment right now at the Ryder Cup with Team USA trailing Europe 10-6. to Europe just needs four and a half points more to win. As we speak, Justin Thomas all square with Rory McIlroy on the 18th and final hole. They have had the last three holes. Brooks Kepka one up on Paul Casey through 16. Webb Simpson of Team USA, two up on Justin Rose through 13. Tiger Woods, all square with John Rahm through 12. Tony Finau, five up on Tommy Fleetwood through 12 holes on the final day of the Ryder Cup. Perhaps Fleetwood should begin thinking about tomorrow. College football Saturday night, number four, Ohio State rallied from 12 down with 6.43 to play to take a 27-26 lead over ninth-ranked Penn State, but giving the Nittany Lions one final gasp. McSorley with a snap, hands to Sanders, and he is brought down at the 45-yard line. Really? Brought down by defensive end Chase Young at the Ohio State 45, and the Buckeyes will take over on downs, leading by a point with a minute 16 to play. Paul Keels and former Hog, by the way, Jim Lachey with the call on WBNS as the Buckeyes prevailed 27-26. Finally, guys, in Major League Baseball going into the final day of the regular season, Dodgers and Rockies tied for first place in the National League West. The Rockies' opponent today, the Washington Nationals, scratched Max Scherzer from his scheduled start today. Cubs and Milwaukee Brewers tied for first place in the NL Central. Dan and Michael, back to you. Thank you very much, Isaac. This is Fox Football Fantasy. Yeah, we get to say goodbye to baseball's regular season after today. 
Some teams have said goodbye weeks ago, but we get to as a whole with the postseason that beginning this week. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Football Fantasy. Fun little baseball note, though, from Bob Nightingale. Just a reminder, for because let's face it, between college football and all the craziness, I was thinking of the bad lieutenant scene where Harvey Keitel shoots the radio when he's upset with a baseball outcome, uh, like that play call from Penn State. But we'll, we'll save that for another time. Uh, Christian Yelich, right? Batting champion, tied for the home run lead, second, two RBI short of the lead. Potential for a triple crown should he have himself yeah. a big Sunday. Two back of Javi Baez right now in the, in the ribby category. Would be the first since... Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.